Welcome to the Tash Show Podcast. Yesterday's big news was this scandal, the college admissions scandal. Lori Lachlan, uh, Aunt Becky from Full House, and Felicity Huffman were married to William H. Macy. She is a uh, she was on Desperate Housewives for years. She's been a lot of a uh, lot of stuff. They were busted as a part of this Operation Varsity Blues. Great name for an operation. <laughs> I love Playing it. Playing football in West Canaan may have been the opportunity of your lifetime, but I don't want your life. <laughs> I don't want your life. Well, these uh, parents definitely wanted this life for their kids, the life of a uh, Ivy League college student, and they were willing to pay for it. So basically how this happened is there's a guy named William Singer, and he was the conduit. So people would come to him, and he would set up a fake charity organization that rich people would pay into. In exchange, he would get their kids into some top schools by using straight-up bribes, he would help students cheat on college entrance exams. He'd fake athletic credentials for them. <laughs> and by that, I mean he would dress them up and put them on rowing machines to make them <laughs> look like they should be on the rowing team. Also, there was times where he would Photoshop their faces onto athletes <laughs> taking part in their sports. <laughs> Wait a second. Isn't that the 1938 Olympics? <laughs> <laughs> Why is his head so big? <laughs> He'd Photoshop their face onto, onto athletes. Wow. And, and send that in and get uh, athletic scholarships to get the kids into these schools. People were paying from thousands of dollars to millions of dollars to get their kids into schools like Georgetown, UCLA, USC, Stanford, West Forest, Yale, and others. He'd been running the scam since 2011, and he took in at least $25 million. Mm. Felicity Huffman from Desperate Housewives, she reportedly paid $15,000 to help her eldest daughter out. She did the old uh, got her daughter's SAT test corrected scam. For so, 15 grand? That is a pretty good deal. I feel like you couldn't cheat your way into Fanshawe for 15 grand. <laughs> yeah, Lori Lachlan, on the other hand, she and her husband both were arrested. William H. Macy was not arrested here. They couldn't, they couldn't connect him to the transaction, but Lori Lachlan and her husband both got nailed. They paid around $500,000 to have their two daughter, daughters designated as recruits to the USC rowing team, even though neither of them participated in the sport. And that's this is the example I, I was just telling you about. They got their daughters. They po- posed on rowing machines <laughs> and sent that in. And said, "Look, they're rowing. They're uh, should be on the rowing team." Now, Lori Lachlan's daughter is one of these social media influencers. She looks a lot like her mom. She's nineteen years old, so she's a good-looking lady, and uh, she's got a lot of followers. But she did get some flack not long ago because she was talking about how she doesn't care about school and she doesn't even want to go to school. And uh, like I said, the pieces fall into place 
once news like this breaks. Listen. So I'll be going to college and I'll still be working on YouTube. Uh, with work, it's going to be hard. Like my first week of school, I'm leaving to go to Fiji for Aww. work. And then I'll be in New York a bunch this year for work and traveling to a different country because I'm creating something with this country and that's for work. So I'm, I don't know how much of school I'm going to attend, but I'm going to go in and talk to my deans and everyone and hope that I can try and balance it all. Um, but I do want the experience of like game days, partying, she wants to go to school so she can go to football games and she can party. Yeah. She doesn't huh. want to learn anything. Makes me wonder why her SAT scores are so bad to begin with. <laughs> it, this makes me angry. I can't imagine if I was a young person busting my butt trying to get good grades so I can get into one of these schools. And then you have this knucklehead doing these YouTube videos saying she doesn't care about school. Her parents are paying her way in through the back door. Like, if you don't want to go, let somebody who does want to go take that spot. Mm-hmm. She did backtrack on that, uh, Lori Lachlan's daughter, a few weeks later. I said something super ignorant and stupid, basically, and it totally came across that I'm not grateful for college, I'm going to a really nice school, and it just kind of made it seem like I, I don't care, I just want to brush it off I'm just gonna be successful on YouTube and not have to worry about school and I watch it back and I read the comments and I'm just really disappointed in myself I'm not here to make excuses or whatever and obviously I could have done worse but it's just annoying and frustrating to look on I guess because I'm not like that and I just I didn't mean it that way so I'm not trying to like come out here and defend myself for anything But um, I just genuinely want to say I'm sorry for anyone I've offended by saying that. I know that it's a privilege and it's a blessing and I'm really grateful. I think a lot of people obviously like to attack me because I've grown up a different life. Again, that's not me. I just want to be real with you guys, I guess. Um, I would never, ever, ever want to offend or hurt my subscribers. I wonder if she's apologizing because she offended her subscribers or if her mom called her up and was like, I paid a lot of money for you to get into that school. How dare you say those things? <laughs> You're Oh, $125,000 bribe so you can watch a football game? <laughs> you apologize right now, Missy. A number of people were pointing to an old episode of Full House yesterday where Uncle Jesse and Aunt Becky had lied to get their twin boys into an elite preschool. This is a little foreshadowing. Look, Mrs. Jacobs, we have to be honest. Well, I have to be honest. We may have, well, he may have embellished, lied a bit on our application. Honest. She's been on this honesty kick all week. (laughs) Well, we had a feeling you might have embellished not too many two-year-olds are proficient on the bassoon. The bassoon? Oh, they're too short for the cello. (laughs) It only shows you want what's best for your boy. So, come along, children. We're going to have a wonderful time. Mrs. Katsopoulos, ambassador. I wonder if the judge in this case is going to be as lenient. (laughs) Well, you did bribe officials to get your kids into, into college, but... It just proves you only want what's best for your kids. (laughs) Case dismissed. I mean, after all, they are rich. 
they get into colleges and they also get off easy when they're in courtrooms. Mm -hmm. Felicity Huffman was arrested by FBI agents with their guns drawn yesterday morning. Her bond was set at $250,000. That could get a couple kids into college. (laughs) She was also ordered to surrender her passport. Lori Lachlan has not been arrested at this point. She's out of the country, but she's expected to surrender today. Did you guys hear about this? The FBI arrested a bunch of parents who paid other people to take the SAT and ACT for their kids. (laughs) Then 99% of the NFL and NBA were like, yeah, that's crazy. (laughs) Lori Laughlin from Full House was charged. She played Aunt Becky. There's a warrant for her arrest. They're saying this could be the Becky with the good hair Beyonce warned us about. I'm so disappointed in you, Aunt Becky. I mean, I expected this from a desperate housewife, but you? The FBI was tipped off by the essay question on this year's common application. Reflect on an accomplishment that sparked personal growth and or list your parents' credit card number. <laughs> what prompt is your choice? What is the three-digit security code? Wow. And Ontario wants to ban cell phones from classrooms. Are they not already banned? Yeah, what took so long if that's not the case? I never really thought about it, but I feel sorry for teachers trying to teach kids nowadays if they have their, their phones in the cloud. How, how could you pay attention? As someone who grew up struggling with attention deficit hyperactivity disorder, I can only imagine how, uh, how much more difficult it would have been to get me to focus on the lesson yeah. plan if I had... Angry birds at my fingertips. <laughs> I mean, look at our staff meetings on Tuesday, Taz. It's We're true. grown adults who can't pay attention, basically. We try our best, but there's always somebody looking down, myself included. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's hard, even as a, quote, I'm a responsible adult, to, to, to put your cell phone away and pay attention. I'm just taking notes on my phone, Jim. Ah, yes. Okay. That's the pre-planned excuse I have in case I ever get called out in one of those meetings. I'm surprised Boss Brad hasn't banned cell phones yeah. from the from the staff meetings. Pretty patient. But uh, yeah, the Ontario government is it the place of of the province to say that they should be banned, or is it the school boards? Because what we're hearing is a lot of school boards already have rules in place when it comes to cell phones in the classroom. Yeah. Do they need the province to? To back them up on this one? Well, I mean, the province backing it at least shines a light on how important it should be to have kids not distracted in class. I'm calling in regards to the cell phone banning in classrooms. Yeah. I think that would be a good idea because it's coming from like uh, starts when they're young as well because I just went through some issues with my son um, with online everything. He's hooked, and- eh? Oh, yeah, I had to take his cell phone, his tablet, and his Xbox away. And for the last two weeks, I've noticed a huge difference in him. He's actually outside playing like we used to when we were kids. Is it, does he seem happier? Oh, yeah, reading books. He's drawing more, and he's more interactive with us than he is with the cell phone or any kind of gadget like that. I may sound like an old man at this point, but I don't even think anybody under the age of 16 minimum should have a cell phone. Exactly. Like, that's what I learned. It's one thing. You can, you can pay for it yourself. You know, if you, if you have the ability to pay for it yourself, that's, that's, that's a choice you can make. But parents giving their 10-year-old kids cell phones, 12-year-old kids cell phones, you're just asking for trouble. Yeah, that's what I did. I learned my lesson. My son is 12. I never had to worry about these issues with my daughters. They're older because 
it just wasn't available at the time. But now, the new days, technology. And All the like kids that. have them, though. You say yeah. that, but he'll, Mom, I'm the only kid that doesn't have a cell phone. It's yeah. not fair. Suck it up, uh, Junior. That's so wrong because, like, he's even um, bought games and gems for games that he downloaded onto his phone and. Uh, billed to a third party, which was my phone bill. <laughs> it ran me up over like. Yeah, my mom. If I was doing time. that, my mom would take my phone away too. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Thanks for the call. Hi, FM ninety six. Hi, I was just listening to your clip about cell phones in the classroom. Yeah, what's your name? And my name is Micah. Hi, Micah. Hi, I'm a teacher in the Avon Maitland District School Board. How much is it uh, of a nightmare is it with kids and, and their cell phones in class? Well, to be honest, when I was calling, I thought my opinion might not be as relevant because I teach primary kids. So they don't have cell phones yet, uh, grades one to three. But I see it in the older grades, and uh, it's definitely, and I also supply teach as well, so I see it when I'm in the older grades. It's a huge pain in the butt, for sure. It's a very dis- it's very distracting, and it's very frustrating for teachers because you don't always know if it's being used for educational purposes, but sometimes they'll say, well, like you said in your clip, well, I need the calculator, or I need to take notes, or whatever. So, right. Especially for iPads. Or iPad I want to record what the teacher's saying, uh, do an audio recording. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know, I'm, I'm so old school. I was supply teaching in a classroom, and and I said, okay, everybody take out your, your books and write all these notes down. And they said, well, we don't do that anymore. We just take pictures or we just, we write it in, our, you know, we take notes on our iPad. And oh, I was like, oh, God. okay, crap. <laughs> so, yeah. You say, oh, God, Jim, but you, the kids do have to keep up with technology. And if that's the way the world's going, that's the way the world's sure, going. But so, you know, teach, yeah. learning antiquated things like cursive is antiquated. You don't really need it. But the process of going through your mind and learning those, like, those skills teaches you stuff. You know what I mean? You should still learn right handwriting and maybe not cursive, but it's it helps your brain absorb it. And sure. I don't think writing things into an iPad is the same. Yeah, I was forced to learn a ton of stuff I've never used as an adult. Long division. <laughs> when was the last time you did that? Uh, but it's 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 still important, I think. We got another uh this was a text message from a teacher. The single most distraction in my cl- the single biggest distraction in my classroom is cell phones. I have a no cell phone rule, and I still confiscate about five cell phones or more a day. After taking the cell phones three times, I phone the parents at home, and that is the worst part. The parents are the worst. There's no consequences at home for this. Parents always make excuses as to why the student had the cell phone out. I'm obviously all for this new rule, but how are they going to even enforce it? I already have a no cell phone rule, and students and parents are, are... disobeying it on a regular basis that's such a great uh, you know note is it's the parents fault half the time right yeah it's like you blame children for being the participation ribbon generation but it's the parents who are giving them the participation ribbons well how is your kid going to grow up to be a social media influencer jim (laughs) if they don't have their cell phone with them all the time and one day you're going to pay five hundred thousand dollars to get them into an ivy league school (laughs) They're going to need that cell phone. And now, the winner is... Devin Peacock. I want to see you peacock. Time for sports. Devin Peacock. An investigation into a Toronto Maple Leafs player yesterday. 
Yeah, an interesting uh, case with the Toronto Maple Leafs. Uh, we had this in the news, talked a little bit in sports yesterday when uh, there was this investigation by the NHL. At, at one point, it was just, you know, a slur was said during a game between the Leafs and Lightning. Then there was a bit more information that it was a possible homophobic slur. There was some video, uh, sorry, there's some audio captured uh, during the game on Monday between the Leafs and Lightning. The NHL has now concluded that Morgan Riley, who was the subject of the investigation, did not say anything wrong. There are a lot of people who on social media were, uh, the second they heard it, they were saying, well, Morgan Riley definitely uh, said uh, a homophobic slur, and they were condemning him for it, but they talked to Morgan Riley. As he was telling it yesterday, he went home, heard about what was brewing, he called the Leafs, went back to the arena, had a one-on-one with uh, Kyle Dubas. They met with the NHL Monday night, so like 11.30 at night. They're talking to uh, Colin Campbell from the NHL about this. The uh, league talked to the referee who was uh, believed to be the subject of the slur. He said nothing was said to him, and so they ultimately concluded uh, that nothing was said. But uh, the interesting thing is the Leafs, were pretty proactive. They didn't have to have a news conference yesterday because they did nothing wrong as per the investigation, but they wanted to say, you know, we want the organization to be an inclusive place for people who are gay, lesbian, transgender. Uh, We've walked in these parades. We want players who might, you know, be gay or people who who are like, who join the organization who are gay, but haven't come out. People who work in the office, people, fans who go to games, they want them to feel like this is a safe place for you. So even though nothing happened, they want to reiterate that their support for LGBTQ issues. Is there a chance that they're covering this up? What do you think? I don't, th- I, to me, he says, he said, uh, he said, bag it, is rag it, rag it. Which is like hanging on to the... I'd never heard the term before, but I looked into it. Apparently, it is a slang term for like holding on to the puck and kind of doing some pretty moves just to kill time. Right. Rag it. And I heard the audio, and it sounded like the slur for sure. But that's like... It's like... I said, See, I listened to the audio, and I heard it a couple times. I thought it was... I thought it could it could be, but it could not be as well. See, this is like whenever we have those those things go around where like it's the one word sounds two different ways to people like sure. it's like the blue dress, you know, red dress or whatever the heck it was, gold dress, so, gold dress, and so White dress, gold, yeah. So, but so when you're listening for that word, and yeah. because it sounds yeah, close, you when you're trying hear to hear it, you can. But if you listen now and you try to hear ragged, I'm sure you can hear that as well. Hmm. The like the, to me there, there's it could be it could it could be either when I heard the audio yesterday it wasn't as clear as I expected the way everyone was jumping on this story I expected it to be a definite slur that was picked up by the microphone it could have been I also think it could not have been I just listened to it over once more it turns out I think he said puck you <laughs> <laughs> to me there's no reason I mean I obviously understand why you would want to cover something up but to me there's no reason. To like that—that's far worse than something being said because, like, Ryan Getzlaff a couple years ago did say something. He was penalized, and everyone moved on. So it's not as though, like, it's—it's it's an, an insurmountable. Did Kobe Bryant issue. say something? Kobe Bryant said something as well. This has happened before. It will most certainly happen again in the future. But the 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 whole idea that you have to cover it up to me, I think, is, is makes it even worse than had it been said. Which the league is better off just punishing the player yeah. if it actually happened. It's a teachable moment. The Leafs made it a teachable moment, even though nothing was said.
We're not fans here on the Taz Show of the people who go around breaking into your cars. Jim, you've been a victim of, of that crime in the past. Yeah, yeah, I've gotten thousands of dollars worth of gear stolen out of my car. Sucked. All my CDs. Smash a window or was the they car? Smashed the, yeah. yeah, the back driver's side window. Got in there. The worst. Happens a lot in London, Ontario. You have the people checking the door handles, going in there, grabbing change out of your car in the middle of the night. Well, Toyota has just patented an automatic air freshener, okay? Uh, it's going to link to your phone, and it'll fill your car with your favorite scent when you start driving. Okay. What does this have to do with people breaking into your car? Well... According to the patent, the system might also double as an anti-theft device, and if somebody ever breaks into your car or tries to steal it, it could automatically spray them with tear gas. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, sounds like an awesome defense mechanism. Just make sure you turn the right settings on when your girlfriend sits in there. (laughs) If 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 you're on a long road trip with your your partner and you're about to cut one... (laughs) Don't hit the tear gas button. Yeah, the old sulfur smoke ah, alarm. My eyes. <laughs> Doesn't look like it's going to be in cars anytime soon. They'd want to perfect it before rolling it out because you're right. You don't want to accidentally be tear gassing your family on your <laughs> your your drive down to Florida for yeah. March break, right? I like that. It's like the Batmobile's defense mechanism. That's right. cool. They should they should uh, do a thing where the airbag just comes out and punches you in the face. <laughs> That'd be a good one. The old accordion with the boxing glove <laughs> on the end of it. Oh Yeah, that'd be good. That's the Taz Show podcast. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And remember, you can tune in on the radio, 95.9 on the uh, dial in the London area. That's FM 96 or FM 96.com.